This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Tonic, heard Saturday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. The following is a sponsored program. Zoomer Radio and MZ Media Incorporated do not endorse any of the statements or opinions made by the contributors. I do think we often resist talking about it because we're afraid we're going to hurt someone. We often just end up not saying it or we blurt out something. So it is important to get it out and sometimes we need to think a little bit about it or get some feedback and help so that when you do it, it's delivered with kindness, with vulnerability and honesty about your own part in it and hopefully will enhance the relationship. Welcome to The Tonic. I'm your host, Jamie Bussin, and we're here to talk about your health and wellness-related issues. On today's show, we're going to discuss reducing your sick days by optimizing your immunity. Then we're going to explore whether every truth in your relationship really needs to be spoken. And lastly, we're going to learn about the best exercises to improve your sex life. But first, a little bit of business. Support for today's show comes from Purica. Inspired by nature and backed by science, Purica creates new horizons in health and wellness by empowering you with the finest whole foods, supplements, and lifestyle solutions. The Purica vision is a world where you achieve your fullest potential in every aspect of life, work, and play. Purica products are inspired by nature and are all vegan, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Purica natural supplements are also backed by science and Health Canada approved, studied, tested, validated. Purica, a winner of Science and Technology Awards for Innovation, is Canadian-owned and Canadian-operated and proud to serve the world around us. Purica roster of whole food products and natural supplements includes the flagship product Recovery for whole body health and pain relief, a suite of immunity products such as Purica Prevent and Purica Prevail, Immune 7 and Complete 360 to protect you and your family, a series of micronized medical mushrooms and specialized formulations for weight loss, vitality, and menopause relief, along with new whole food products such as Purica Purola Granola Bars and Purica Power Vegan Protein. In addition to people products, Purica is also proud of the Purica Pet Line for small animals such as dogs and cats and Purica EQ for horses. Our first guest is Tanya Ritko. She's a registered holistic nutritionist and a strong advocate of balanced, integrative approach to health. Tanya's core interests include stress management and optimizing immunity. She represents Purica, a complete wellness company, as director of education. As a new mother, her passion for plant-based, whole food nutrition has only increased, especially around natural supplements designed to enhance immunity for her family members. She can be reached at tanyaapurica.com. That's T-A-W-N-Y-A at Purica, P-U-R-I-C-A dot com. Welcome. Hi, Jamie. Great to be here. We seem to be in the same boat as we were in last year. They've missed the mark again on the flu vaccine, which I understand is only 20% effective against the prevalent strains. Mm-hmm. And lots of people are getting sick with a nasty flu, but you're, mm-hmm. here to, you're here to help. Is that right? I sure hope so. Absolutely. So what's your top tip to prevent getting cold and flu this year? Okay, this is basic. We've heard it a million times. Of course, wash your hands would be like my first tip. But I take it a step further and say clean your cell phones. How many times we 
actually wash your hands and then you go to your cell phone, it almost defeats a purpose. And then our steering wheels, there's also light switches and our knobs. I'm not saying be a germaphobe. I am just saying be a little bit more cautious this time of year. Just be a little bit more diligent. I have a friend, we joke that his safe word is Purell because he's constantly, he's constantly cleaning his hands off. But you know what? The, truthfully, uh-huh. like even stuff like keyboards and you know what your mom told you about public bathrooms, it's all uh-huh. true, right? Yeah, and I was actually talking to a friend the other day about how we've actually stopped shaking hands. It's more like you know, a fist punch or you uh, exactly. we, just don't, we don't shake hands the same way, I think, around this time of year at least. Okay, so avoiding those surfaces where germs can still manifest, what else can you do? Yeah, there's the three pillars. You know, the sleep, rest, exercise, which also helps with stress management and nutrition. And uh, nutrition, I would add, digestion, because that's important. So those are important. Sleep and rest, we know that we renew, we recharge with sleep. It's really important to get that, make sure that we protect and just optimize our sleep. Uh, Exercise, lots of research on how that helps with stress the circulation, and also we're talking about strengthening our immune system. Really important with the lymphatic system because it's like our drainage system. With the heart, we have our pump, but with our lymphatic, we rely on movement. So exercise is really key. Of course, having that benefit of it helping with stress is really important because we know protracted stress affects the adrenals, and in turn, that affects all kinds of physiological process in the body, but the immune system being one of them. You know, and I find with exercise, so for example, uh, you know, most people work out in the morning, but I actually took a strength and endurance class last night. Mm-hmm. And whenever I take it, I get a really good night's sleep after, you know, mm-hmm. and it makes a huge difference for most of us who are sitting at our desks, perhaps the whole day, you know, even a brisk walk can assist getting out in the fresh air such that it is in Toronto, and uh, that helps with sleep. How much sleep would you advocate for somebody? Everyone's a little different. So some people don't, they seem to be, they're fine with a little less, but seven to nine hours is the recommendation. So if you can do that, some people, you know, they need their nine hours, and some people are, are good with seven, but definitely recommend seven as the minimum. Otherwise, you really start to notice a difference. If you keep cutting back on sleep, uh, I have a, a one-year-old and I... So there's no sleep. <laughs> no, they, people say sleep when they sleep. And it's true, it's survival. You really need to make sure you get that sleep. So those, that's really key. And nutrition is really key as well, like whole foods, making sure that you're getting your nutrition in. But the digestion is really important. Your nutrition is your better digestion, actually better nutrition. Okay. So, and that just getting those fermented foods you can add to help your digestion with the good bacteria, help your gut. That's really important also for your immune system, a healthy gut. So the whole foods, keep away from those uh, processed where they have more additives and just your body recognizes whole foods, of course, as well too. So that's going to be, be uh, helpful. And uh, supplementation. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. So what supplements would you recommend for somebody who who wants to prevent getting the flu this year? You know, the key and all this about supplementation, especially when it comes to the immune system, is the best defense is an offense. So okay. it's keeping your immune system strong to begin with. So I would say that the best is what modulates your immune system. And what does that is medicinal mushrooms. So okay. a lot of times we hear red reishi, yep. lion's mane, shaga, be familiar with that. I am. Ashwagandha, ginseng, they work like also adaptogens. So we talked about stress. 
Yes. And they are natural substances that actually help the body adapt to stress, whether it's external toxins in the environment or also internal, where like you'd have anxiety or insomnia. So they have the ability to work like adaptogens and also the ability to modulate your immune system because you don't want it too overactive or underactive. You want it balanced. Okay. Other than the mushrooms, what other types of supplements might help with your immune system? The medicinal mushrooms are great. I mean, other things that can help your immune system, getting your vitamin C, vitamin D, you know, we hear about that. Right. Especially this time of year. So those things are, are definitely things that to incorporate, whether you incorporate it with foods or with vitamin D. Of course, this year we're not getting as much natural sunlight. So that's definitely a good thing to keep in mind. Those things can really, really help for sure. Yeah, I heard in Russia, I think in Moscow, that they've had five minutes of sunlight in the past month. Oh my goodness. So I, I think they really need they really need the vitamin D over there. We've got time for one more question, and that is mm. let's say you feel like you're already coming down with something. Mm-hmm. So the preventative stuff were beyond that. What can we do once we know we're feeling under the weather or it's coming? Yeah, absolutely. Like ideally hopefully we are have our immune system strong so we recover quickly. But the key is to stop the virus from spreading or replicating. And actually there are three herbs that work in synergy to do just that. There's Skullcap, Honeysuckle, and Forsynthia. They've hmm. actually been backed by 2,000 clinical trials, and they actually stop the virus from replicating in its tracks. So that actually stops the um, cold from lingering on so that it would, you know, sometimes some people, a cold will just last and just, just hang on for, it seems like, forever. So this will actually stop it right in its tracks. Right. So Because if you get it at the viral stage, then it doesn't morph in. Like some people get sick yeah. with a virus and then it becomes bacterial. So if you get mm-hmm. it early enough, right, with the viral, mm-hmm. then then perhaps, you know, maybe you're only feeling under the weather for five, six days as opposed to two or three weeks, right? That is true. And, and sometimes even in the same household, somebody gets a cold and then they get over it. They give it to their husband and then it comes back in some mutated form and they get it again. You know, so it's like this ongoing uh, battle. Some people sort of, especially around this time of year, it's sort of this perpetually people continually getting sick. So it helps. It definitely supporting the idea is to strengthen your immune system to begin with so you don't. But just knowing that you can do something about it is uh, empowering as well. It is. Well, thank you for coming in today. I look forward to having you back on the show next month. And we've got to take a short break now. But when we return, we're going to discuss why every truth in your relationship doesn't need to be spoken on the tonic. I'd like to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Omega Alpha. This company is 100% Canadian owned. Their team consists of allopathic and naturopathic doctors, nutritionists, researchers, and other scientific professionals, all led by their CEO, Dr. Gordon Chang. Formulations are created on their 40,000 square foot facility located in Toronto. Omega Alpha uses only the highest quality ingredients to manufacture the most efficacious yet price-friendly nutraceuticals. For more information about Omega Alpha, visit OmegaAlphaInc.com. I'd also like to thank the Benvenuto Group. The Benvenuto Group is an owner and developer of quality high-rise condominium and rental properties in Toronto and Montreal. The Benvenuto team is passionate about delivering quality living spaces, top lifestyle amenities, important services, and innovative design tailored specifically to its residents in every particular submarket. 
The Benvenuto Group seeks out the finest urban neighborhoods and designs projects to allow its residents to enjoy the benefits of both their property and the exceptional locations that they become a part of. The team surrounds itself with leading professionals and consultants and pushes them to conceive great places to live, to work, and to play. The Benvenuto Group is currently designing several new projects in Toronto, Montreal, and Chicago that will not only become exceptional places to live as an owner or as a renter, but that will deliver some of the highest levels of sustainability, energy efficiency, and comfort, and will set the standard for informed residents. For more information, please visit thebenvenuto.com. This is The Tonic on Zoomer Radio. Carlisle Jansen is the founder of Good For Her, Toronto's premier sexuality shop and workshop centre in Toronto. She's also the producer of the Feminist Porn Awards. She's the author of two books, including Sex Yourself. Watch her TEDx Toronto talk and educational videos at carlislejansen.com. And for contact, it's carlisle at goodforher.com. Carlisle has also been writing the sexual health column in Tonic Magazine for years. One of my favorite articles focused on honesty between partners. Welcome, Carlisle. Hello. So it's important to tell our partners what we're thinking, what's upsetting us, what we're concerned about. Yeah. But is honesty always the best policy? (laughs) Not always. Not always. (laughs) Not always. And I think there was a whole radical honesty movement that happened a bunch of years ago. And I think a lot of people went a little too far. And I think we have to really think about our intentions, right? Do I want to say this to help our relationship? Or is this for me to get something off my chest or to make you feel bad or to get even, right? What are my intentions? And so, for example, I have a crush on somebody at work or at the gym, you know, am I going to talk to my partner about that? I don't think that's a great idea unless... Does anybody think that's a great idea? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so I would, you know, find a friend to talk to about it, talk to a therapist about it, you know, process what does that mean and where where is it taking you and what does that mean about your current relationship? Do you need to put something in there? What's going on? So think a little bit about, about that. But I do think we often resist talking about it because we're afraid we're going to hurt someone or we're afraid that they're going to take it the wrong way. And I don't think we really learn skills on how to do it very well. And so we we often just end up not saying it or we blurt out something. That's the problem. When you hold it in, then what's going to happen is you're going to get really mad and you're going to blurt it out in a way that's really hurtful that you wish you hadn't said. Right. You know, or you're going to withdraw. You're not going to pay attention to your partner because you're going to be harboring this thing on the inside. So it is important to get it out. And sometimes we need to think a little bit about it or write it out or talk to a friend about, you know, I want to bring this up, but how do I bring it up? Get some feedback and help so that when you do it, it's delivered with kindness, with vulnerability and honesty about your own part in it, and hopefully will enhance the relationship. You're suggesting talking to a friend, but I think for most people, their partner is their best friend. And if you can't Mm -hmm. raise the issue with your best friend, it's also really hard to talk to another friend about it. It almost feels as though, you know, you're making disclosure that's inappropriate. And so, you know, my thought would be, it would probably be best to go see a professional, wouldn't you think? Like a, a therapist or, well, or a social worker or something yeah, along those lines? Somebody who has some training can be unbiased because right. a friend is kind of often going to be on your side. True. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so a therapist can be unbiased, can probe a little bit, might ask those questions that help you dig a little deeper and realize what underneath it or why this is important to you, especially, you know, sometimes you feel like I really want to say this thing, but it seems so trivial, you know, right. do I really need to say it? It's just so stupid. And sometimes... But those trivial things, those trivial things can, can pile up though, right? Absolutely. It, 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 
then it becomes sort of like a litany or a laundry list yes. of grievances. Yeah. You know, you almost need to have this disclosure, I think, as a pressure valve, you know, right. be- because not every, you know, if you're in a long term relationship, not every day is, you know, fantasy land. Nope, you're going to have absolutely. your good days and your bad days. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's good to set aside a time. So I have a couple friends who went through therapy for years and their relationship almost fell apart. And so, (laughs) but they managed to salvage it and they go out to dinner every Friday night. And the first thing they do is they talk about, okay, what didn't work this week? What's going wrong? And they said that it's cheaper than therapy and a lot more fun, you know, and then they go do something fun. So that ongoing maintenance is important. Okay. So what are the types of things that are okay to discuss with your partner? Well, what's going on between the two of you, what you'd like, what's working for you, what you'd like to do more of, things that you're learning about yourself, things that you're noticing about your relationship. You know, if you want to bring up the past, you know, talk about things that you learned years ago or that you want to try again, but don't go into like, you know, this fabulous thing I did with somebody else that, you know, we're never going to be able to do the two of us. Like if there is something that's nagging you about that, what is it about it? Is it about the shared experience? Is it about where you went? Is it about what you learned together? And try and find the essence of that so that you can think about like, what is it that I want to do in this situation as opposed to, well, we can never afford to do that thing or that person was so this way, you're not, right? What is it? What was the essence that was so powerful for you? Okay. So now that one has decided that they're going to have this talk or you're going to start raising issues, do you have any tips on how to say what needs to be said? I think really think through it. I like to play a game called three oranges and a lemon. Three things that you love about your relationship or your erotic connection, whatever, and one thing you want differently. And both partners get to say it. So you get three great things and one thing that you just want to shift a little bit. And that is sometimes a positive way to do it. Alternatively, sometimes writing a letter, not like, you know, I'm breaking up with you over text, but writing a letter or, you know, and sending it over email gives you a chance to really formulate it, get somebody to look at it, make sure there's nothing passive aggressive in it or that could be taken the wrong way. And then your partner can sometimes read it, digest it, and then you can come together and talk about it in a way that where some of the, the initial shock has come over, uh, has gone. So it's not ideal, but I find it's helpful sometimes, especially when I'm feeling shy or vulnerable to share of myself and what's going on inside of me. It's a way that I can get it out. I like the oranges and lemons idea. I'm not uh, the, the lawyer in me c- c- committing... <laughs> Committing it to writing, I always think is dangerous. I don't mind confirming in writing. Right. So further to that conversation we had about what's going on in the bedroom, right. I confirm the following three points. Right. That I'd write. Yeah. I, I don't know that I'd put it to writing first. I don't or, know. Or reading what you wrote so that you yeah. make sure you get all of the points that you wanted to put together and you got the right words that convey the integrity and the intention of what you want to come across and so that it's tender and generous and thoughtful. Well, that's great advice. Thanks for coming in today. Absolutely a pleasure. We look forward to speaking to you next month. Okay. We have to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about exercises for your sex life on The Tonic. Hey, everybody. I just wanted to take this opportunity to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Purely Natural. They're fourth generation master herbalists. It's a family-owned Canadian company that's been in business for over 100 years. They've been working with my company, Tonic Magazine, for over 10 years, and its principal, Joel Thuna, has been writing our fantastic preventative medicine column for over seven years. They're one of the original sponsors for the OMTO Yoga Festival. The company is certified GMP, kosher, and organic. For more information about Purely Natural, please visit their website, purelynatural.com. I'm Jamie Busson, and I'm the publisher of Tonic Magazine and the host of The Tonic. 
I just wanted to remind you that the Tonic Talk Show is brought to you by Tonic Magazine. Tonic is a health and wellness publication that I've been putting out for over 10 years. We're available free on racks at over 200 locations across the GTA and delivered with the Globe and Mail to home subscribers in 11 choice neighborhoods, all in Toronto. You can learn more about the magazine by visiting our website, www.tonictoronto.com. And if you ever miss an episode of The Tonic, you can also hear it there. You're listening to The Tonic on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Our next guest, Kathleen Trotter, is a personal trainer, fitness expert, nutritionist, and level one life coach. Kathleen is the author of Finding Your Fit and a regular contributor to the Globe and Mail and Huffington Post. She holds a master's in exercise science from the University of Toronto and works as a personal trainer in downtown Toronto. Welcome back. Oh, thank you for having me. Your intro makes me sound so serious, but really, I just like to come here and have fun with you. I know. I like to come here and have fun, too, but then we have to pay the bills. There's a lot of good reasons to exercise. Yes, right? absolutely. There's like millions. There's really no reason not to exercise. Which, you know, we discuss all the time, every time you come on, but we're approaching Valentine's Day, and I thought we should focus on a specific topic, which is how does exercise help with your sex life? So I love the topic, and I have to say that I was saying to myself on the way down, I was like, okay, don't use personal examples. You're going to get yourself in trouble. So I'm going to try to have as much fun with this, but without getting James yelling at me at home tonight. So basically, how can exercise not help your sex life is the really big answer, right? Exercise improves mood. The more energized you are, the more you want to have sex, right? Exercise improves your self-esteem. The more you feel good about yourself, I know for me, right, you're going to be more excited. The more the positive your mood, the better you're going to feel about yourself and your partner, right? So it's a Exercise is going to help in all ways, and it's going to improve your cardiovascular health, your flexibility, and your strength. And everybody knows you need all three things to have some good sex. This is true. There's no such thing as bad sex. What is that phrase that sex is like pizza? There's no bad pizza or bad sex. It's just like better pizza and better sex. Exactly. We're going to set the bar a little bit higher. I like it. Set the bar high without getting me in trouble. Okay. So... You know, we're all physiologically different. Absolutely. So for our female listeners, what should they be focusing in on? We've just discussed sort of the general benefits. for sure. So here's the thing. Instead of going female, male, I just like to think about what are your weak links and what are your goals? So if you want to be the person who's on top, that's going to be different than if you're the person on the bottom, for example, thrusting, right? Yep. So you got to think about if you're on top and you need to support yourself on your wrists, you better start doing some upper body strength training. Strengthen those wrists. I know wrist curls are kind of boring, but you can do that. Do push-ups, any planks on your hands. So you don't have to stop mid and... Exactly. And shake out your exactly. wrists, right? How unsexy is that? Right. Let's do a little wrist shake here. Like, oh my God, I'm so tired. My poor wrists. But if you lack some flexibility, let's say, which a lot of guys don't have a lot of flexibility, True. right? Some mm-hmm. inner thigh stretching might be a really good idea. So it's a well-rounded routine. No, I was serious. We have to go back to the wrists. What do you okay, think? you're like, what exactly should I do? Yeah. So if you have dumbbells at home, even if you're just sitting watching TV, just do some wrist curls. So you're kind of bringing your 
knuckles towards your forearms. Right. And then turn your hands the other way and bring your knuckles up towards the sky. So you can do that with dumbbells. You can do that with a TheraBand at home. But really, honestly, anything that trains you to be on your wrist. So push-ups, grip strength is really important to strengthen your wrists, actually. So when right. you're lifting weights, put a towel around the weight, and that'll widen your grip or get some fat grips, and that'll strengthen your wrists. Oh. You're, like, looking at me so intently. Yeah, no, I, I want to take notes, but, I, you know, we're, we're talking here. So. <laughs> exactly. So anything that's going to get you on your wrists is going to strengthen your wrists, strengthen your upper body. Right. Uh, but flexibility, honestly, for guys yeah, let's is a talk huge about that. thing. So inner thighs is a really good thing. So just sit, put your feet together, and sort of let your knees fall out to the side. That's a really good inner thigh stretch. Or mm-hmm. if you're standing, step sort of out to the side like you're doing a side lunge and just stretch out your inner thighs that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the floor, you can put your knees wide, feet together, and sit your bum back over your feet. That's, again, all of that stuff is great for the inner thighs, opening up your hips. But also just going back to the basics, cardio. I mean, again, to your point, who wants to have to stop being like partway through be like, oh my God, I'm out of breath. Hold on. <laughs> well, we're going to take a little rest period here. For yeah, exactly. So let's take that. a 30 second pause, please. And then your partner's like, um, okay, not sexy. So get on the cardio machine, do some interval training, yep. you know, do 10, 20 minutes of cardio and in there, do a burst of a minute, do a burst of 30 seconds, right? And that kind of also could mimic some fun sex too, like a little bit of more gentle stuff, a little bit more intense stuff, right? Change um, of pace. Change of pace. But again, it's all about your goals. If you want to get better at doing some standing stuff, do a bunch of standing exercises. If you want to get better at that thrusting, you can do bridges, so lying on your back, lifting your hips up. Deadlifts are a great exercise to strengthen your lower body, yep. right? So all of that stuff, some core strength. I hear a lot of people complain about their lower back post-sex, especially if they are doing that thrusting motion. But I heard that sex was good for your lower back. Is that a fable or is that, is that Well, real? it all depends on how strong you are, right? right? So if you're strong enough to do it, then you continue to get strong from doing it. But it's all about your capacity that you have and the capacity that you want, right? So if you have a 2 out of 10 core strength right. and then you try to go out and have some 7 out of 10 sex that it requires, you know, 7 out of 10 core there's strength, a, you're going to hurt yourself, there's right? There's a math problem. There's there. a math problem there, right? So it's about what you have versus what you want. So if you want to only have 2 out of 10 sex, then have 2 out of 10 core strength. Nobody wants 2 out of 10 But nobody wants that 2 out of 10 sex, right? So basically, I'm telling everybody out there, you get to get to the gym, you got to do your planks, you got to do your bridges, you got to do your squats, you got to match, you know, what you want to have to what you're doing at the gym. Okay, so that's if you're on top. If you're on the bottom, we only have like a minute or so left. If you're on the bottom, is there anything that you should be Well, doing? so on the bottom would be the, the... The bridges? The bridges would be good too. If Well, depending on if you're the guy on the bottom and the girl's on the top and she doesn't want to, do, you know, like he yeah. wants to... Thre- right? <laughs> you're like looking at me with this funny look. I have to say, I'm wondering if my mother is going to enjoy listening to this segment or We're actually or sending a not. special... We're going to package this segment. We're or maybe send she'll love it. Maybe I'm yeah. underestimating what my mother you will gotta like. Give, you got to give the parents credit. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and at the gym, what might be a fun thing to do is alternate between a strength exercise and a cardio exercise. Because right. that's going to, again, mimic, you know, if you're going back and forth in the different positions when you're having sex. So if you do a minute on the treadmill, all out, and then you got off, do some squats. Get on the elliptical, a minute on the elliptical. So like get high, off, do some bridges. high intensity interval training would be yeah, perfect for this. Yeah, exactly. And for flexibility, something like yoga might be great. Yoga would be amazing. Yeah, for sure. And Pilates for core strength. 
when you're finding it hard to find motivation to go to the gym, everyone's like, oh my God, I don't want to go to the gym. Use this as motivation, right? Say self, my future self and my partner will be so happy if I can get myself to the gym. I agree. Well, thank you for coming in today. It's my pleasure as always. And thank you all for listening to The Tonic. You can download this episode as a podcast on Zoomer Radio and thetonic.ca. For articles written by our guests, be sure to pick up your copy of Tonic Magazine. Tonic is available free on racks at over 200 locations across the GTA and delivered with the Globe and Mail to home subscribers in 11 choice neighborhoods in Toronto. Or you can visit our website at www.tonictoronto.com. Please join us next week on The Tonic when we'll discuss the health benefits of activated charcoal. We're also going to get the highs and lows of cookbooks and the ins and outs of multi-generational workouts. This is Jamie Busson wishing you a healthy and happy week. Please consult a healthcare professional before starting any diet, exercise, supplementation, or medication program. This has been a paid announcement. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.